Welcome to Forty Children DPI. I'm Helen Ip. And I'm Justin Carter. We're two designers and weirdos and friends, and every other week we get together to talk about design. Sometimes this is designed as a discipline. Think logos, platforms, color, typography. Other times, this is just regular news or things happening in the world that we look at through the lens of design. Today, we're talking about Prince Harry's new job, anti-agent violence in Atlanta and beyond, filling the locks of gun stores with glue so no one can get in, and California's mystery privacy logo. So stay tuned, we clearly have a lot to cover. I've been doing, it looks great. I've been doing uh, really slightly tedious work and I'm tired and, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's nice because it's light out and beautiful right now. So that's Mm -hmm. cool. So I'm I'm thankful for that. Um, Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. do you got this week? What do I have this week? Speaking of people who are uh, not 21-year-old dudes, but also not 80-year-old women. Um, I just <laughs> thought this was... <laughs> um, that was a great segue. I mean, and I'm sure you saw this. That was a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you saw this headline all over Twitter. Prince Harry takes job as executive at Silicon Valley Startup. Uh, he's going to be the chief impact officer at this startup called BetterUp, I believe. It's a mental health uh, company, mental health focused company. Um, and I just think it's really interesting, right? It's wait, like, wait, 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 oh. wait, wait. I actually didn't see that. So can you tell you me didn't? about it? No, I, I think I heard like, you know, you hear the like, uh, what's it called? Like the halo. I heard the event horizon of it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. but I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't really look at it. I saw it was like in the sidebar somewhere. Do you know what right. I'm saying? Like I, it was in my peripherals. Um, right. but so yeah. what is it? He took, like, he, like, did he fill out a... Did he send in a resume? Is this like so, a... Like that's, is this like I know, right? There's a little situation? bit of an enigma <laughs> around, this, um, around this new uh, position that um, Prince Harry is taking. And it's all interesting to me in light of the Oprah interview that I still have yet to watch. Right. Right? Where, right. like, Oprah takes down the British monarchy. Um, <laughs> and I just think it's like... I mean, I, I, I kind of think, like, a few things. I did not read too in-depth into the article itself, which is on the Wall Street Journal. However, I just... I, I do love for Prince Harry, even though I don't personally know him, unfortunately. I do love that he's kind of taking the stab at, like, normalcy. Like, I'm a regular person getting a regular job right 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 right. i just think that you know good for him and and it is um some a topic that he is passionate about you know in in the wake of um what what went down with his mother obviously and the kind of fallout and aftermath of that um rip princess diana love um i don't know so i just thought that was like interesting i guess it's not super related to design but just you know yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I think it's interesting in, in the sense that, like, yeah, I think it was, like, there was a joke from, I, where was it from? Oh, I think it was from Key and Peel from, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, you know, Jaden Smith. Like, it was, like, what would it be, like, sort of, like, 
<laughs> like on set with with you know Jaden Smith talking about like doing something and he was just sort of like you know like trying to write a show or something like that and it would be like they'd be like okay so what does the character do and be like he goes to the store and Jaden Smith's like what is a store like you know like and he'd be like well, you know he like walks down the street and he goes there and he's like what walks there what what do you mean he walks like he just has like they play him as like having no concept of like reality at all talk to me okay so you play tony he's a kid from the streets lives in the hood in a house with his mom stop house oh it's like a tiny mansion i guess that's the question of like prince harry being sort of in this role you know chief yeah. impact officer or whatever i guess it's like it's kind of like uh you know like will he have really high standards for yeah. what he's doing? You know what I mean? Like, because he's grown up so privileged, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe Well, there's... so actually in the article, he, he talks about how he went through the multiple choice questionnaire that you go through, like, when you first sign up for, um, for the service. And, um, oh, my gosh, where, is it? where does it say? He said, yeah, Prince Harry has been using BetterUp's app and a coach for a couple of months. And he said... Filling out the initial questionnaire was a bit awkward because his background doesn't fit a multiple choice list of questions. <laughs> I realize I'm an outlier, so there's no need to get the engineers on it, he joked, adding, I was matched with my coach who, quite frankly, is truly awesome and has always given me sound advice and a fresh perspective, which is so valuable. <laughs> I feel like you kind of hear the bit of like the coaching of the British monarchy coming through in that second sentence you know what I'm saying right yeah 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 totally I mean I don't know I have like very little interest in the royal family you know what I mean like and so I think like I you know it's interesting when they were you know like this Oprah situation and all this like I was interested in it it's you know it's sort of interesting like but yeah, I have like very little taste for it at all. I'm sort of oh, like, no. all right. I mean, for like, me, I'm just like, I'm just like, what, what? It, they're kind of irrelevant culturally, you right? Know? For sure. Like in the contemporary moment, it's like they are just a family that just happens to have been born into all this money and position right. and power. So <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I wonder. You know, I guess like that's the question of like if he really is doing this work, like you know, in what ways, you know, I think the, the, the sad thing would be, like, if he didn't push it so far as to imagine a quality of life for everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, a quality of work, mm -hmm. quality of life to sort of say, like, okay, I've lived this really privileged position. What if everybody had these opportunities that I have? What if, you know, in terms of impact, like, you know, if he's thinking about impact right. on people through this program, it's yeah. not really going to be, like, He's not going to be judging it by those standards. He's going to kind of be like, "Well, that's how it is for the peop for the common people." You know, like I don't know, like <laughs> like good well, for luck. the regular person. <laughs> right. Like what can you expect? I don't know. You know, like I think that there's often like I think that's been a big thing on my mind recently and maybe that's like a I don't know, sort of a segue into some other things that I was think I was looking at, but like mm -hmm. I think I'm just so frustrated right now with like the small imagination of the world or whatever oh like I feel like yeah. <laughs> you're telling you're telling me um yeah I just yeah. feel like I feel like there's all these challenges there's all these problems there's all of these you know inequalities there's all this systemic all this crazy shit happening mm -hmm. and 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 people you know just suffering all over all over the place and it's just like these 
the stupid things keep getting invented these stupid small changes keep happening like nothing i don't know nothing seems to like rise to the ability of like yep. of ambition of excitement of like you know what i mean like yeah. of of real inspiration or whatever yeah. you know so it's like yeah. i think you know the idea of having someone like him in there and to have someone who is like whatever unfettered by these ideas yeah. of like what's possible is interesting yeah. in a way but like i don't think he's gonna go there with that like i don't think he's gonna yeah. like you know like <laughs> try to try to go yeah. that direction with it but you know right. i guess that that's something to you know imagine uh yeah sort of like thinking of of someone who could you know or whatever just the idea of imagining these bigger changes or something is, is yeah. something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Yeah, I mean, kind of to the point that you made earlier about feeling frustrated by the smallness of the collective imagination despite these really aggressive um, acts of violence that are happening right now despite the the like confusion around the Derek Chauvin trial like like yeah it really it's kind of insane to me how technology is able to flatten the impact or the uh, yeah flatten the, the not not uh, the scale of things right like for example on Twitter right now you know today I, uh, there was that um, uh, security surveillance footage of that 65 year old Filipino woman who was just getting beat up mm. like uh, like it was messed up and mm -hmm. you see on camera um, the the security guard just shuts the door mm. and you know it's she's continuing to be attacked that was you know placed in the headlines at the same level as nike is suing little nurse x for his like shoes with like drops of blood in them and it's just like it's very um numbing yeah you know right right it's like whiplash it's like from this one thing to this like yeah, from 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 one level of ridiculousness to a level of just total shock, you know, like mm -hmm. and 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 grief and sadness, you know, and it's just mm -hmm. sort of like, you know, yeah, and it's interesting. I mean, I guess that is a design question too, around sort mm -hmm. of like I guess you know they're you know in traditional media and like newspapers and TV or whatever in the olden days, it was like mm -hmm. there was this whole like if it bleeds it leads there was all these things about like what like sensational news that would be shown right like mm -hmm. um and like now there's this opportunity to sort of like have all these different things sort of like be on the feeds but there's been so much criticism recently around you know how these algorithms populate our feeds with mm -hmm. um you know the most how do you say like you know the most radicalizing information the most like you know what i mean like i don't know these these ways of like youtube rabbit holes and radicalizing people and things like that but at the same time there's also just like you know how do you design a system that holds all of that stuff you know like hold not mm -hmm. that stuff but holds this nike nas x question you know little nas x question and this video of this person in this horrible situation you know like mm -hmm. i don't know it seems mm -hmm. like a very um, it seems like our systems and platforms have 
no grace. Grace is not what is built into them. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, it's all about clicks and engagement. Right, um, right. You know, but yeah. It's a I think... very, like, non-human metric of, uh, yeah, there's, there's no empathy built into any of that. Right. I mean, I was thinking about this a lot, you know, in light of um, the shootings in Atlanta and mm-hmm. um, around this idea of rage and grief mm-hmm. and just, like, mm-hmm. just this deep, deep sadness and, like, how... Um, you know, how can whatever platforms, like how can we make systems around how we communicate with each other that can hold those spaces? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like virtually, mm-hmm. especially in worlds where we can't always gather or we're so hyper mm-hmm. aware of what's happening in Atlanta, but we're not there. You know, like mm-hmm. people can go to these vigils and these spaces and protest mm-hmm. and be in the streets. And it's been happening here too. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I wonder... You know, I've been thinking a lot about that question about whether there is a way to build a space, a virtual space that can hold grief, you know, like, mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if you have any sense of what that could look like, but that's why mm. I've been thinking about that a lot. Mm. Yeah, I think that's an interesting question. And it's actually, it's and in some way, it sort of connects to like what you were talking about at the beginning of all this, which is the exhaustion yeah. of virtuality. And the, uh, you know, where it's, it's like a continual attempt to make the space that isn't the real thing or that actual space, the space for that emotion and, and that, um, form of connection, human connection. And then how does it, how will it ever be able to kind of like work, um, maybe not on the same level, but in, in a similar manner. Right. Um, Will it be able to operate, like, in a way that does kind of nourish us enough? And I don't know what that... I don't know if it's going to be able to... Right. Or I just um, think about, like, you know, how much, like, even our news online is still kind of, like... I don't know if there's another way to engage with it, but it's still mm -hmm. basically, like, we've taken a newspaper and put it onto the internet for the most part. You know, like, there's not, like, a big conceptual thing. It's, like, news articles, they're written in the same way they kind of have always been, for the most part, Mm -hmm. like, unless Mm -hmm. you're going to someplace like BuzzFeed or something where there's, like, Mm -hmm. listicles and shit like that. But, like, Mm -hmm. for serious news on the internet, it tends to be a photograph a byline and 10 paragraphs about something Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. but I just think Mm -hmm. about things like trigger warnings or things like that that like Mm -hmm. create safe space but like you know there's I wonder if there's a way beyond like the comment section or beyond you know to imagine an interaction that is like honoring something do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. or is Mm -hmm. is you know registering and impactful you know speaking of like nfts you know like not speaking of those but like i know we weren't (laughs) speaking of them but i'll bring them into this fucking conversation um but no like the idea of like you know i've seen something online that horrified me and like and and that i want to change like i want you know it's like i've seen you know like the precariousness of which these migrant women um of asian descent like people who like are just in the most precarious position and have the least rights and are the most vulnerable, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like, have been preyed upon and have been, you know, like, have 
been put into this position and this horrible thing happened and it's not surprising, you know, and it's terrible. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. so I see that. Can I register that as like, I never want to see that happen again. How can I put Mm -hmm. that out into the world in a way that stays out in the world? Not just like Mm -hmm. signing a petition or not just like, not just a GoFundMe or whatever, but like a collection of held beliefs that like stay you know, like that it's like, no, it continues that way, you know, in the, in the mm-hmm. way that like whatever a token could be built that way or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's silly. It's silly to talk. I, it feels stupid talking about it that way, but I just, I don't know. Just well, it's like it. kind of like buy-in of an accountability, right? That yeah. goes across like, I don't know, a, a group of individuals who are like, we're in agreement. We're going to, we're going to, to, to be vigilant and not accept um, not accept things as they are um, not accept uh, how do you say like the circumstances that allow um, acts like this to happen to right. certain targeted individuals in society right um, yeah Actually, it's interesting that you you brought that up because I actually was in conversation with a a good friend of mine recently. Um, They were talking about really desiring to memorialize um, these women who were shot, um, Mm -hmm. the the people who were, yeah, the people who were shot. um, And, but how to do that in a non-merchy way. Right. Um, because they felt it was really important to put their names out there so that we don't, we don't forget because so much of, um, so many acts of anti-Asian, um, violence have been forgotten in the, uh, historical waysides, if you will. Um, we don't remember these people's names. Like it was news to me to learn about Vincent Chin who was like bludgeoned to death. This was like mm. uh, maybe mm-hmm. in the 50s or 60s when there was like an anti-Japanese movement happening. Right, and, and he I, wasn't it, even it, Japanese, I, I had right? Never, he wasn't even Japanese. Like, yeah, and, people, I, and, yeah. And, and I had never heard of this. And I was like, wow, like it's even, I mean, it's lost on me, you know? Right. And um, how do we, uh, yeah, how do we get these names out in the world but also kind of step back as well, like, you know, if we want to keep these names out in the world and put them on something, we should get permission, you know, ask the families like, hey, is this something that you would even want? Right. So there's a kind of like different. Uh, I don't even know. It's sort of like there's there's all these sort of tendrils, right, of, of desiring to put our foot down as Asian-Americans, um, be remembered in history um, learn from our mistakes, but there's also, I don't know, what, what is it that's kind of like getting in the way of that? Capitalism? Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's like, yeah, I think that there's definitely, I think there has been an inability to tell a complex story or to like keep, you know, to have these these incidents have to be able to find space you know like I think Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of like pushing this under the rug it's like it's like a problem that like like functions 
by its ignoring it. You know, like it functions Mm -hmm. to continue to make the position of work and of life precarious for a lot of these migrant and like immigrant Mm -hmm. women particularly, like Mm -hmm. because it's invisibilized, because it's not spoken about, because it's like Mm -hmm. it's made to be you know, there's, there's not space for it. And because of the shame, like, because of the yep. deeper questions of, like, shame around, you know, how people feel, the people who are involved in the work, how they're made to feel about mm-hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that shame functions mm-hmm. as a way to continue to endanger, you know? Right. Like, um, and the shame, too, of, like, you know, there's, I think, a shame of being targeted. Just, like, the idea of, like, have, mm-hmm. you know, being, like, you know, I don't want to, like, make this a big... Right. I don't want to make a big deal. I don't want to cause any fuss. Yeah. That was also another, another, um, aspect of it that we talked about was, was how shame is deeply ingrained as an immigrant, as an, as a person of Asian descent. It's very much built into, and I'm not going to like speak for everyone, of course, but you know, I, I mean, I, I'm, um, when I think about my own personal experience in my family, um, you never admit weakness. You never admit failure. Um, you do as you're told. You don't draw attention to yourself. Um, you tolerate more than you should um, because you're, you're one of the lucky few who were able to, to make it into the Western Hemisphere. So you should be thankful. No matter, what, how, no matter how people treat you, no matter what they say to you, no matter how they act towards you, um, just got to bottle it all in. And so those levels of shame, I mean, reinforce, I think, the, the invisibility, um, the, the right. kind of, the, the forgetting of, of these incidents as right. opposed to remembering and looking back. Right. There's and no the, reflection. The continued, yeah, and I think the continued sort of continuum of shame on, you know, sort of like, just yeah makes the it makes things uh, uh, uh just perpetuates the same violence it perpetuates mm-hmm. the same uh you know sort of like i don't know yeah the same fear and the same mm-hmm. like the same system of white supremacy that like sort of rules the country you know like mm-hmm. it's that mm-hmm. all of those shames kind of put together you know like and i think mm-hmm. you know there was a quote that i was reading about this just before we were talking about the killer fuck fucking crazy it's hard to even talk about it but how his church after he was arrested excommunicated him you know like they were like oh this person you know is is not part of our thing or whatever you know like we're not gonna Mm -hmm. be we're not gonna recognize him or something and you know the fucked up thing was like that's the people who made who brought indoctrinated him to feel that way do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that's part of the system that like you know the system of racism the system of this religious whatever conservatism yeah that he was sex as taboo so right. oh like, i must have a sex addiction right which is it's not like, my fault where did he get that information from from this places that he was being indoctrinated mm-hmm. in that then like excommunicated him you know it's this thing of like mm-hmm. you know these you know it's the same thing i mean it's another segue to another thing's happening in georgia right now with these voter laws changing that's been another oh my gosh yes and speaking of you know design challenges or whatever but Yes. You know, how a lot of these Republican people who are doing this, you know, they're sort of like they've made up a fake problem and they're legislating against it. But a lot of the a lot of the like ways that they're doing it, they're like, oh, you can't bring food to people or, oh, you can't do these things. Acknowledging that the system is broken for 
people of color and poor people acknowledging that they have to wait in these long lines by a system that they invented themselves like it's like that same fucking shit it's like those fucking people mm-hmm. who paid to have their kids mm-hmm. go to college that was designed mm-hmm. for them to go to it was designed mm-hmm. for y'all rich people to go to it mm-hmm. and y'all couldn't even do that and so you're rigging the system you know like it's like the yeah. republicans and the right have like already you know built this system that is fucking people over and they're like oh that's not even working we need to go further you know like and it's just so crazy and it's like and you see it in the response to these killings it's like oh we need to police these massage parlors more we need more police presence you know like in these places that are like making for these women's lives to be even more precarious you know it's yeah. like yeah. it's it's not like listening to the people who are involved it's not and you know right. i don't know and having a complex conversation it's like it's right. like oh you know th- i don't know it's it's just like it's not questioning the bigger worldview that's in play that causes, yep. that sort of brings the whole thing about. And like people ask, you know, that's a frustrating thing in the beginning. And I think that the coverage has changed. Like in the beginning, they're like, is it a hate crime or is it something else? You know, like, and it was like, bro, it's all those fucking things. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Literally. Like, like, how like, is it not? Are like, you fucking serious? Like, I can't, dude, I cannot tell you. Just, I have felt such such rage at times i have been just stomp walking yeah (laughs) like you know on my errands and whatever like i am i am a i am something worthy of being dead in this country i should be dead because i made somebody too horny right (laughs) like what (laughs) the fuck (laughs) i didn't ask to be here i didn't ask to be who i am this is who i am right i didn't ask for like your fantasy about me like (laughs) fuck yeah yeah fuck that because I was looking at after the shooting in um, in Colorado the next mm. fucking week oh as my well gosh. just you know <sighs> I mean that's insane uh, um, yeah and you know I think it's it's really just it's a terrible terrible tragedy and I was thinking about you know just of course conversations became about gun control and you know some of these things talking about guns and blah 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 and I think that's this huge conversation. So I started looking into it and thinking about like, okay, who has tried to redesign gun control? Has anybody tried to redesign mm-hmm. how we how we do guns? Is there anybody mm-hmm. working on that? The only thing mm-hmm. I could find was from like maybe three or four years ago, there was a piece about um, one of these people from IDEO, um, Fred Dust, not Fred Durst of Biscuit. <laughs> Fred Dust. Fred Dust. Fred Dust, though... <laughs> If I looked up Fred Dust gun control, in in Google it did say, did you mean Fred Durst gun control? Mm -hmm. Anyways. Thanks, um, algorithm. Yeah, totally. I was like, (laughs) oh. And then I was kind of like, I wonder what he has to say. But I didn't get into it. Um, But, um, you know, there was this one piece uh, about it. And basically the gist of what Fred and this group at IDEO had done a few years ago was 
you know, they had done this project called Creative Tensions. And so they invented this sort of system of like bringing people together in a room and you sort of like go from one side of the room to the other. Very design thinking, very sort of like Stanford D school as usual, IDEO, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. um, and the idea is like you come to agreeable frames, right? It's all about framing issues. And like you come to an agreeable frame where people can, um, come to some agreements so you could maybe change a policy or come to some, you know, some workable space, right? Mm -hmm. um, so they did things with gun control. They'd be like, guns make me feel afraid or not having a gun, whatever. And they'd be like, okay, you guys align around fear. Let's all get together, mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't know if you've seen mm -hmm. these kinds of exercises. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, so I was interested in that. And I think like a lot of things that IDEO has done or that I've seen, um, it feels like that was it. Like they did some mm -hmm. workshops and then they sold this program to businesses to do these conversations. Probably the same kind of work that, that uh, our prince is doing. Um, oh, sweet, sweet prince. <laughs> cool. I, hope, I hope he's having a good, a good first day at work. Anyways, um, <laughs> I, hope, I hope he didn't forget to bring his lunch. Um, <laughs> I know. I wonder. I hope he brought kale his salad? little his little lunch Is it a kale box. salad kind of guy or uh, um, uh, soul? Uh. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe McDonald's, not Burger King. You know, too close to home. He doesn't like the monarchy. <laughs> Anyways, no, no. Okay, so. Terrible. <laughs> that was so stupid. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm exhausted. The level that they're functioning on is this idea of like policy and bring people together and sort of thinking about language. It's a lot about language mm -hmm. is what a lot of these like sort of quote unquote design work are, is, at least mm -hmm. for IDEO and for some of these places. Like, and mm -hmm. I was just thinking about one, like, I'm so fucking sick of language. Like, I'm so sick mm -hmm. of talking. About, it's not like as if you need to convince anybody. It's like, yo, I don't need to, I don't think, I don't care to convince you anymore that mm -hmm. it's wrong that these women have been murdered mm -hmm. at work, you know, like have, we're seen as not human beings and we're murdered. I don't need to, con I don't want to come to some common ground with with someone who doesn't mm -hmm. agree with me on that. Yeah. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And I know, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, and mm -hmm. I feel like that's the way I feel. I, I'm sort of like, okay. I don't want to legislate gun control. I want to repeal the Second Amendment. I want to rewrite the mm -hmm. Constitution. Like, mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not... I feel like I'm just beyond. And I feel like we have been for years. And it feels like yes. nothing... Yes. Nothing yeah. is able to change. Nothing is happening. These people are still being killed, you know? And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like if it didn't change after Sandy Hook, when will it ever change? You know, like, exactly. it's not... It's not a question of, of policy anymore. So I'm looking into, yeah. like creative sabotage how do we you know is there a way to like i don't know put glue in the locks of gun stores like what do you do what is a design you know what's a design proposition that almost like makes it impossible to continue to do this work and builds a movement around that rather than right. waiting for people to change it waiting for the waiting for someone in the government to like make a law that makes it so you can have a magazine that only holds 20 bullets instead of 80.
have one other thing which I just wanted to bring up, mm-hmm. uh, which was related, or just something that I, this was like my article. This, I, this is like my article. Oh for this my gosh! Week. Yes! Okay. So last week or the week before, California outlawed the use of dark patterns in personal information collection on websites. What? Yeah. I didn't hear about so, this. Yeah, so they they uh, they posted this thing where they're like, it's no longer legal to use dark patterns um, in designing like designing user agreements and stuff like that. Um, it's mm-hmm. all about user data. It's all about like, um, yeah, double negatives. Like, don't not sell my personal information, which some people mm-hmm. are like. Is that one of those things where you're learning about it? You're like, people are fucking doing that. Ugh, people are so fucked up. Um, <laughs> Forcing I do that all the cl- time, just in work conversations. Oh, really? You do double, <laughs> double negatives? Double negatives, yeah. Yeah, all the time. I like to kind of do that kind of thing to kind of make people think a little harder. It's, it's right, fun to see people right. squint on Zoom. Okay, so you're, I like, I like, I support you using dark patterns in your life, uh, but, you, but don't use them, if you're, if you're a website that collects user data, don't use them. Um, oh no. Mm-mm. So, um, but yeah, so they had this whole thing, it was part of this uh, prop that passed a couple years ago in 2018, like the California Consumer Privacy Act or something like that, passed yeah. in 2018, a new part of it passed in 2020. I learned mm-hmm. all about it from, uh, a lot about it from the Electronic Frontier Foundation, who actually right. didn't support this. They, they, yes, they were ambivalent I remember they didn't it. support the amended proposition. Yeah. Right. And I voted, and so, I voted no. I, <laughs> I, I filled in Vote each bubble. Now. I filled in each bubble a little bit, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, so they, yeah, so they didn't, they didn't support it. I was interested in that, but then I was kind of wondering, and I did find out a little bit about this, but I was just like. You know, it's kind of like, oh, this is cool that this is happening. But then I was also like, but why? Why is this happening? Like, why is this seem to be so... Like, who supported this to push mm-hmm. it through, to make it a thing, to get it done? I'm, I'm in... I mean, it's interesting. But I was just mm-hmm. like, what? Like... You know, it just seems like there's so many big things happening in the world, and I'm sort of like, how did this, how did this get there? Who supported this? Mm-hmm. You know, so I was really suspect of it, I guess, mm-hmm. um, you know, to begin with. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't find out a lot about, like, there wasn't anything, like, obviously um, in terms of, like, the people who wrote the bill, the people who supported it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, like, super obviously... Um, like suspect it wasn't like facebook wrote it or something like that you know there was yeah. like independently made Mark Zuckerberg. Um, right exactly like yeah yeah someone named zark muckerberg wrote this i'm wondering like <laughs> zark. like like you know sort of like a mustache you know but the, um, he was brown hair not blonde <laughs> yeah totally exactly um but yeah so but it was opposed by a lot of like aclu all these different people opposed it yeah. and part of it was It puts into law this system of opting out. And it's not like what everybody was pushing for was opting in. So it was like saying, like, if you are going to collect personal information, we want to create a law where people have to say, yes, you can have my personal information versus saying, I would prefer if you didn't take it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so the automatic Mm -hmm. feature, this put this into law, the automatic feature is that they can, their information collection is part of it, you know, like is, Mm -hmm. is, is, is the default. Um, Mm -hmm. and so the thing that was interesting to me about it was, I don't know if you can see this in the article or if you're looking at an article about it, we adopted, California adopted this opt out icon, um, which I wanted to talk to you about because I think 
I have feelings about it and I want <laughs> to, to talk to you about it. And so it's this opt-out icon. It looks like um, a toggle switch, kind of. Oh it has a check mark. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> it has oh a, my it looks Lord. like a pill. It looks like a pill. It's got rounded oh, corners. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Check mark on one side, X on the other side. Um, and it, This is so um, confusing. <laughs> right and it was developed by a group i figured out who was developed by a group called scilab um at carnegie mellon university um and they're like information architecture people so mm-hmm. basically looking at the looking at the list of people who designed it there doesn't seem to be anyone on the, on the team who was a visual designer like it was all information specialists who chose mm-hmm. basically from this list of icons and there's actually i can mm-hmm. send to you um hang on we'll, we'll um if you scroll down on the pdf you can see the icons that they tested and here's where i feel like it's suspect dude uh, this is so sus this whole thing is fucking sus but i mean but it's <laughs> real i mean and i think i think they mean well they're all like researchers they're you know like i don't think that they're like in the pocket of any big business or whatever but okay so if we go down to page nine, there's this thing called 2.3 round one eye contest. Okay. So can you see that? Yeah. Okay. So the things that they chose, so they, they tested like 10 icons. There's one called a toggle, which is the one that passed, which is the X and the check. Um, there's one called, just called circle arrow, which is like an egg shape with an arrow pointing, <laughs> like, like jumping Are you an out an of Audi? Like, yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it looks, it's, it's a piece of belly button lit jumping ship from, from your belly button. It's escaping from the uh-huh. Innie. Oh uh-huh. no, it's getting sucked back into the Audi. <laughs> so then the next thing is something called a box arrow, which is like, That's looks like... Up. It's made up. The other one, the next one is called a folder arrow, which is like a web ding, wing ding of a full of a computer folder icon with an arrow popping out of it. The next one is the change choice, which is a check with an arrow pointing at an X. They also Mm -hmm. tested this thing, whatever. It's like from another company or from another privacy thing. Um, Mm -hmm. There's all these icons. They're terrible. They're all. They're all really, really tragic. Yes. They're all really tragic. And so here's the thing. When I was in fourth grade, I was asked to do a science experiment. I hated uh-huh. school. I did not like school. But, oh. I mean, whatever. Check my privilege. I did great on standardized tests. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's what made it through, right? So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. the perfect example of, like, what, <laughs> whatever, what these tests are designed <laughs> Uh, to, you know, I, I figured out how to, you know, how to game the test really early on, but I hated doing homework. I hated going to school. I had to do my first mm-hmm. science experiment. It was like an eight week long project. And then at the mm-hmm. end, you'd make the board and go to the science fair. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. The week before I came up with like a fake experiment. My experiment was, will plants survive better with water, salt water or soap? And so I got <laughs> plants. I'm like nine, you know, like, or ten, like, <laughs> So I got these plants and I was like, I was like watered one. I put soap in one. I put like salt on the other one. Right. They all died except for the ones with water. Right. And so then I showed it like. I can't. Sorry. So then at the end, I was like, look at this. I proved that like water is good for plants. Right. So so I feel like they're. 
that's what they're doing here with these icons. They tested out yeah, like the one at the top. Ones. The one at yes. the top that they chose is the only one that sort of seems like they even drew it. Like the other ones seem yeah. like they're just things that already kind of exist. Right. Um, that they've kind of recontextualized. And I think they took that one and they tested it on Mechanical Turk. They hired people on Amazon Mechanical Turk. They hired like, you know, for whatever, 10 cents each for people to look at these icons, hundreds of people to like look at them and decide which one is like the most privacy based or whatever. Um, right. And the toggle one by kind of a long shot, you can see the graphs, the toggle or wait, like. Uh, I'm really confused because there'll be graphs before that show that some other thing did well. Right. And then there'll be a graph following where the toggle just exceeds everything. Right, so I don't exactly. Know, like, what I mean, I didn't, I didn't look too hard into it. the data. I didn't look too hard into the data. I think the icon sucks. I think it's confusing. Like, what is it even... It, like, in terms of icon, in terms of the idea of designing an icon, like, what you're trying to do is, like, create a visual shorthand for something, right? Like, create right. something uh -huh. that, like you know, like the icon for a folder, you know, or whatever. Like, it's sort of like, oh, this contains something and it looks like a folder from the world, you know, like, and like, mm -hmm. this is like, it looks like a pill. I don't think there's anything. It looks like a vitamin or something like that, right? Like, yeah. and it has a check mark on one side and an X on the other side. Yeah. And like, what does it mean? It's very confusing. And it's, it's not- It's confusing an... because you don't know if, toggling it means I'm opting out or opting in. Right, right. And you can't, and to be clear, you can't toggle it. It's just the icon that goes with it. You don't like turn one on and then the other one. Like when you so use it. So is there just going to be a checkbox to the right of this pill? Yeah, yeah. It just shows you that you are in the what? process of doing it. You know what I mean? Like, but it was weird. It was in all the reports. It was like, and they adopted this new icon. And it was like, I was so frustrated. It was so stupid. Like, like I, I mean, yeah. not to say, I mean, I feel like these people worked hard on it and I get it. And I just feel like, but also like, this is the challenge of like, they're, they're working as like information design. Right. Like, and. Well, this is what happens when you have a whole bunch of 21, you know, 21 year old dudes in a, um, in a classroom and right, you get them right. to solve a problem and did they really user test it? Who knows? <laughs> right, right, right. Because I don't think that this is good. Like, right. you know, it's also really strange to me that they're using Internet Blue. I mean, that blue is, like, very much resonating. Like, it's giving me Google. It's giving me right, Facebook. Right, 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 exactly. It's giving me every freaking Salesforce. It's giving me every freaking tech company that has ever used that blue color. And I think right. they have to be... They have to be getting money from somebody. <laughs> right. Or like, I think the idea of creating it to look neutral is its own politics. Like, cause it looks yes. neutral. Do you know what I mean? Like, and the yes. idea is it's like creating it as a neutral seeming icon that sort of fits into a design system or fits into a system of icons or whatever. Like mm -hmm. it allows it to kind of disappear, you know, like, right. and I think that like, it allows it to not call attention to itself or something like that, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that there's something about like, I think that's a really good point. Like, I think that there's something, you know, to the blueness of it, to the pill shape, like mm -hmm. all these things that kind of like have it melt into 
you know, your whatever icon pack, you know, like, yeah. and, yeah. you know, I think, I think they're trying to kind of create it as a sort of like meme, you know, almost like it becomes shorthand for privacy, but I think it's completely confusing. And I think it's completely, <laughs> I think it completely like, you know, it's like, you know, like all those classic beautiful icons that people have made over the years that have become shorthand for things, you know what I mean? Like, um, mm-hmm. I think this is uh, is not one of those. And, like, literally, you know, like, the emoji in uh, iOS or whatever that's just, like, the minus sign that's white inside, like, a red Right, circle yes, yes. Would be million times more impactful right, in right. terms of communicating the message of, I don't want this. Right, cool. exactly. Cool. Exactly. I don't. Exactly. I want to not want this. Like, I don't not want this. This <laughs> exactly. is just like a weird, unusable thing. It looks like a usable thing that is unusable. Yes. And then it's confusing because of the blue. Like, it's like. Yes. It's, it's like saying yes, no, and everything. What would a meaningful system of really educating people about what's happening with their data really look like you know like mm-hmm. it's always imagining like what if you clicked on this icon or maybe not this icon a different icon obviously yeah and instead of like saying like do you or do you not want to sell my data what if they had to disclose everywhere they sold your data to what if yeah, you just had yeah. to have a map and right. it showed everybody that they sold your data to and everybody that owned that company and then i could decide if i wanted to sell if i wanted you to sell my data you know what i mean yeah. because it's like oh you're selling data to the Koch brothers you're selling data to whoever like yeah. You know, like, but that's, that's not happening because, you know, like, uh, it's, they want to give businesses the upper hand. Like they, they want, you know, it's like, they don't want people to, they want people to click these things and to share their data mm-hmm. because so many businesses rely on this. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not really radically kind of assessing, you know, how this could actually change. Yeah. Um, Why didn't they just take like like a talking head of like Mark Zuckerberg and then like just like disconnect his jaw and then just like have like <laughs> mouthfuls of cash like being fed into his uh. face. <laughs> Why couldn't that have been the hot dog? Like, yeah, that's good. That's good. I like our alternate <laughs> al- alternate icon uh, contest. <laughs> or it's like, or it's like you get to the you scroll down through the terms and and agree or terms and conditions or whatever on something you sign up for, and then you get to the opt out section, and it's like, it's like Elon Musk, like you know Elon Musk's voice, like saying stuff, or Jeff Bezos or something, and it's like, yeah, I definitely don't want that. Stop. No. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. You know? <laughs> like, I no, think it should no. be designed, you know, like in a in an RPG, like 8-bit, you know, Legend of Zelda type thing where you mm. go into like a little store, you know, and there's like a mm-hmm. cat that like works at the store and it's like, I've yeah. got items for sale. You know what I mean? Like, and it's yeah. sort of like, would you like to sell me your personal data? You know, and you go, you can decide yeah. if you want to yeah. do it. Like, I think if they visualized right. it like a game, you know, like, yeah. I think that could be kind of fun for people right. and you could kind of like... Yeah decide what the trade-offs were like if you wanted to get a shield or something like that you could like trade yeah uh, that's cool too I like that. <laughs> you know like but it would like be yeah idea. but the the, the yeah. operator of the store would be you know uh, uh zark muckenberg and uh he could <laughs> zark muckenberg the cat <laughs> yeah exactly It'd be like i've got data for sale but he's like, you know but he's kind of like a furry cat he's not like a cat cat you know what i mean Ooh, he's like oh he's like a, oh yeah <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
listening. New episodes will be coming out about every two weeks. If you want to get more, uh, you know what to do. Hit that subscribe button. If you have any questions or suggestions, email us at 40trillionDPI at gmail.com. That's the number 40, the word trillion, and then DPI. And don't forget to visit our website at designfreaks.cafe. See you soon.